now it's time for some Midweek Thoughts. Ho, ho, ho. Merry Christmas. Tim, every time I hear this song, right, I, I've got a new image in my head. Do you want to know what my image is? Yeah. All right. So, like, imagine there's there's a man and woman. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they've been they've been dating for a long time. They're uh, they've never been intimate yet, but they're committed to each other. They love each other. They were just outside skiing, right? They were <laughs> skiing. They they go into the chalet and they both know like all the signs are pointing to like yeah we both know what's gonna happen tonight mm-hmm. right so they just come in from from the outside and and the, they start to take their clothes off and and the man he takes his he takes his pants off and he sees the look of excitement on on his his lady's face go from like excitement to kind of like huh and and he looks and he looks down at his um his centerpiece right and and he and he's like but baby it's cold outside mm-hmm. <laughs> nice <laughs> did you thought think of that this morning <laughs> last night last night I've been saving it <laughs> like an animation would be much more fun with baby. that with the guy like but it's cold outside yeah that's good <laughs> Christmas time. Now that song's forever going to be tainted. Taint. Taint. Speaking of taint, Tim, Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of times the current culture in America taints a lot of things that just don't deserve to be tainted. Mm -hmm. Right? You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, totally. Right. It's like we so, just, it's like we don't have actual problems so we just find random shit to complain about. <laughs> yeah, like we got we got to find it and yes, I think this morning we're going to talk about that baby it's cold outside song. Okay. Cuz this is our podcast. And we can talk about whatever we want. Mhm. So in case anybody knows, the song was like debuted in like the 40s. And in the 40s, I'll give you a little history lesson. I was I wasn't even alive yet. That's all you need to know. Tim, <laughs> were you alive in the 40s? What a great history. I know. It was awesome. But anyway, this song, if you were to listen to the song, Baby, It's Cold Outside today, the song today, if it came out today, it would sound incredibly creepy. Like, it would be very, very much a, what is going on in this song? You would be very confused. I mean, I find it odd that we picked that one song because there are so many songs that are way more creepy that are coming out now. Yeah, I mean, I'm not into <laughs> the new songs, so I you know what I mean. Know. Like, I just find it so weird that like, why why does it even matter? With I mean, song? are there songs though, like that have come out today that are a clear violation of consent? Yeah, <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm just yeah. asking. Well, no, like, I mean, like, yeah, like the culture now. I mean, my God, it's it's way more upsetting than. A song like you know, yeah, and I yeah I don't know because I mean in this in this song there's a couple at an, the guy's apartment I'm assuming mm-hmm. and they she is saying she should go mm-hmm. I should go now and he's like but baby it's cold outside and he's pressuring her to stay so in this song what it appears to be happening is she is saying no he is saying no baby you need to stay. However, like, so in today's world, that issue of consent, and I'm going to start there with consent is a topic today that needs to be discussed. It needs to be taught to our young men and our young women. Um, 
what is consent? What does it mean to be consensual? Silence does not equal consent. No. Um, for one thing. And, and it's a very, I mean, that's a very, very serious topic that I think deserves to be discussed. And we may have even touched on it during our uh, Kavanaugh Ford podcast that we mm-hmm. had and kind of our initial take on that. Um, but it's definitely something that should be taught. So if you listen to this song, it's like, wow, like she is saying no, he is saying yes. But when you look at the history of the song, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. They want to stay with each other. But the culture in that time, I mean, she would be basically, if she stayed, they'd call her a whore. And she didn't want to be called a whore. She loved apparently loved this guy. He loved her. And she's giving all these reasons why she should go. And then he's giving all these reasons why she shouldn't go. But it's like this playful banter back and forth. Like, it's not that she really wants to go. Yeah. Well, what, what, what I'm saying... I've had many situations where I've like had a, like, you know, a girlfriend or even just like a friend hanging out and they're like, I'm going to go. I'm like, Oh, really? You're going to go? Come on. Like, just hang out and like, just watch one more movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they're like, Oh, okay, fine. Like, dude, that's creepy. You think that's creepy? You to- should have totally just let her go. I've had, I've done it to friends. <laughs> you've, you've never tried to convince know, a no. friend to hang out longer or no, but this is, I mean, this is good though because. Where are those lines? But that's what I mean. I want to finish, and we'll come yeah. back. I want to come back to that. Um, but like in this song, like they both want to stay there, mm-hmm. and finally at the end of this song, they're both just like, "Screw it! Like we're we're staying. Like mm-hmm. we're staying here. We don't care what society. We, we don't care what the neighbors are going to think. We don't care what parents are going to think. We love each other, and we're going to stay." But the song is a playful banter back and forth. Like to say this song is promoting rape culture is fake news. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, and I, I, I suggested, well, let's flip the narrative on this song. Instead of making this song the example and saying, listen, we got to get rid of this song because it could trigger some people. Well, it might, but let's not throw the song under the bus. Like, first of all, I don't give a shit about the song. It could never be played ever, but I don't want to promote fake news, mm-hmm. right? And to say that this song promotes rape culture is false, right? Mm-hmm. So find something else that does promote rape culture and, and say that is something we need to get rid of. Not a song without studying the context of the song. Mm-hmm. You need to you need to study the context right. before you make an assumption about it. And if it triggers you, I'm really sorry. Like, I'm really sorry that you experienced that. And I do hope that you get help from that post-traumatic stress that caused this song to trigger you. But we can't, like, we can't eliminate triggers. They're everywhere for everybody, depending on what it is. You know, so like where if you start down that road of just getting rid of things that are triggering for people, you're never you're never going to end. We would have absolutely nothing, you know, so I guess my suggestion and I've had even even friends that are therapists Mm -hmm. have said we need to treat what's causing these triggers, not just get rid of them, because if you just get rid of them, you're never going to help that person heal. Mm -hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's not like you're intentionally throwing triggers their way. You want to like say that's trigger warning, whatever. But Ultimately, the goal is to help a person heal and be there for them if something like this happens. I just don't believe this song is the right example. Yeah, I, I, I didn't even think the song was weird until there was like a time a couple of years ago where I thought it, I think it was cool to not like this song, or it was mm-hmm. cool to to you know one person was like you know this song kind of sounds weird, don't you think? And then it's almost t- you're almost taught to think that it's a bad song. Yeah, like it's almost in the culture it's almost in pop culture 
that this song now has innuendo that you shouldn't like or you know what i mean i i really think if that narrative wasn't spread it would just be one of the other random yeah you know i saw mommy kissing santa claus that's a weird freaking song until you know what it's about and that's oh it's dad and mom kissing right you know what i mean so santa baby there's a hurry down the chimney tonight yeah so that's a weird song yeah, so what I'm getting at is I think it was cool to not like this thing. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, this became the, like the eyepiece of rape culture. Or this yeah. became like. Hey, last the, year I like, hated this song and I wanted it to be banned forever because I thought it promoted rape culture. Yeah. I changed. So. Yeah. So anyway, so, you know, along those lines. I mean, do you see people getting in an uproar about, about this? Because I, I, I don't really hear much about this. Have you seen my Facebook page? Well, well, I mean, you, you, you put the bait out there, but like you put the bait out, but I was wondering before you put, before you wrote that, were you seeing stuff about this? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's every, every year, like I said, every yeah. year this pops up, just like the Starbucks cups. Like all of a sudden one day, it's just like, wait a minute, <laughs> who's actually upset by the Starbucks cups? Like, who is it? And you know who it was? Joshua Fjornstein, some trolley, clickbaity, I'm just going to create some kind of a problem like evangelical conservative Christian dude who just said blah, blah, blah about the Christmas cups. Then all of the, like, and nobody was actually offended by it. Right. Nobody, I don't, all right, maybe somebody, but like nobody was. And, and it became a whole thing. And it became a whole big thing, and everybody got pissed off at it. And Starbucks was like, it's freaking fantastic. Like, now every <laughs> year people are going to be talking about our cups. Any press is good press. You know, um, so. Well, no, I think you're right. There's a lot of trolls online, and there's even a website called 4chan where a lot of this stuff starts. One person will post a meme, one person will post like a theory, and then actual news stations will see this, take that as real news, and then report that. Then other news stations report that. And before you know it, this troll living in the the center of America in some random house just created an entire controversy. Wow. So that happens all the time. You know, speaking of trolls, that's in one area where I actually do agree with Donald Trump. Um, <laughs> that Fake news. Right. Um, fake news is a very real thing. Like, I do believe him because there's a lot of stuff out there on the internet that you read and you're like, oh my gosh, without doing any background information for yourself, you're only seeing what that person wants you to see. And it very well could be not the whole story. Well, you know what? There's a theory. I'm not, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole, but this talks about what you're saying. The whole Roswell crash, the alien Roswell crash. Oh, yeah. So hmm. after that happened, after that happened, they put out information saying it was, you know, UFO stuff like that. And then they put out information saying it was Russian technology. They put out two conflicting stories. The government did. So essentially to confuse you. So you don't know what's true mm-hmm. and what's not true. So you're just now you can't take anything seriously that you hear because you just heard two conflicting stories coming from the same type of people. So what I'm getting at is I think people are smart and they put all this information out there. So you just don't know what, what is fact and what's, you know, fiction. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things that I was, I was thinking about because I know, I mean, I know people, I have friends that are just like, absolutely. They don't, they don't care about the song and they would rather stand on the side of the person that may get triggered by this song and will be like, yeah, I totally get, I get that. Mm -hmm. Like I usually try to find the outliers too. Like if there's just a small percentage of people that might be upset by something, I do think that they deserve to be heard 
and we shouldn't just ignore them. So like, I totally get that. Mm -hmm. But then I also want to make sure that like, are the people that actually need to like, the problem isn't those people, Mm -hmm. like those outliers. The problem is the people pushing this like toxic masculinity pressuring, like is getting upset about this song going to help teach them the people that are actually the aggressors. Is it going to teach them what they're doing? Mm -hmm. I don't think it is. I think they're just going to continue to be like, fuck it, whatever. I'm, I'm, and they don't even realize like that they are the, that person. Like I guarantee those men out there in the world that are that way, they aren't looking at this song and they're like, hell yeah. Like, you know I mean? Th- this is, I listen to this song to get pumped up before no. I abuse a woman. Like it, it's not even in the same realm as no. where their head's at. So why is this song? Yeah. And <laughs> the topic and, of discussion. Yeah, and somebody asked me like, is it, is it more like, what's more important? Like teaching consent to people or, preserving this song i'm like well <laughs> that's kind of ridiculous because they're not in, even in the same conversation for one thing right. like i don't care about preserving the songs i care about like doing doing the right thing and obviously yeah teaching consent is the more important thing right but i don't understand why you can't do both you know and be like listen we're teaching consent but we also need to know like i'm not gonna i don't want to throw somebody's art under the bus because people don't take the time and research context <laughs> like if that's the case then we, let's just get rid of the bible yeah. just throw it out the window let's get rid of all art let's get rid of all historical text that we br- get wisdom from mm-hmm. um just because like we change translations of the bible over time to help us understand it better mm-hmm. and a lot of times people will read this translation and think it means one thing but they don't understand the context it's a disservice to the author and the writer to not go back and teach context hmm. right so like it's not if somebody reads a, a verse in the bible that was written today and gets upset by it mm-hmm. we're not just going to get rid of that verse right right or we're going to go back and teach context to it and that's mm-hmm. where i think like especially online there's people like I use, I use the analogy, like I'm in the corner of a lot of these guys that are saying, no, it's, it's not a good song. Like we just don't like the message. It seems to portray, even though we know it's not the message. We just like, we're in the same corner, Mm -hmm. but we're on different floors of the house. Yeah. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. Um, which it can get kind of frustrating. And, you know, so a friend of mine, we were talking the other day and, and they had said like, when you walk through life, you, it's a journey to different rooms mm. and like, you know, somebody in room four is not going to be in the same conversation as somebody in room one. Like they're just not, they're just like speaking different languages. Yeah. The person in room one is not going to see things from the perspective of the person in room four and the person in room four might get just frustrated because they've been in room one. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's not that room four is better than room one. They're just different rooms in the house. Mm-hmm. You so whenever they try to talk, it, it can be very frustrating for both of them. Mm-hmm. Even if they're both like the same type of person that mm-hmm. has the same values, sometimes they just talk over top of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that can get really confusing and frustrating online. You yeah. Know, just coming into a conversation, everybody has a different perspective. Everybody has a different experience. I was really looking for somebody whose PTS was triggered by this song. And only one person responded and said, if, you know, when I hear it today, not knowing the history of the song, yeah, it does. Because they grew up in a time period where women were really oppressed and taken advantage of and didn't really have a voice. And Mm -hmm. even when Trump got elected and all of this stuff that Trump does and the way he talks about women and looks down on women, like, 
she's like, it was very, it's very scary for her. And like, I get that. Like I, and that's gotta suck. Right. But then on the flip side of that, I'm like, yeah, but this, but this song though, like knowing that, like, that's not the enemy. Like this song isn't the enemy, Mm -hmm. you know? And, and I'm not saying I know what it is, but I think it's maybe when seeing somebody abusing their, their authority or whatever you want to call it, they're abusing their maleness. Mm hmm is when that's time to stand up. Yeah. And do you have enough courage and guts to actually stand up to that when you see it, not just get in front of the keyboard and make a enemy out of a song that doesn't even, is not even fair to make the enemy out of that song. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody, this coming weekend is the weekend before Christmas. So hopefully you're with friends and family. You can enjoy just relaxing in the end of the year and you have time to kind of Reflect on the past year you had and think about all the things you want to do different for the new year and think about all the cool things you got to do this year. And we will see you on Monday for a very special Christmas slash Christmas Eve episode. So we will see you then. Make sure you tune in and uh, have a great weekend. Take care.